Welcome to The Pasho Perspective, a place where I share my thoughts on everything in the space between life and death. I am your host, Pasho. Today we're going to be discussing Jordan Peterson's Rule 5, Don't Let Your Child Do Anything That Makes You Dislike Them. This is an excellent chapter on the role as parents in our children's lives. How do we prevent them from turning into those adults who make our everyday experiences miserable? How do we prevent our children from becoming entitled? How do we prevent them from becoming psychos? It is through our parenting decisions and the way that we discipline, correct, and punish our children. So chapter five really opens up with Jordan Peterson talking about uh, some examples of dealing with difficult children. For example, you might have seen, if you ever go out, especially to Walmart, a child screaming, throwing a tantrum, possibly lying in the ground with arms and legs flailing all over the place. And there's your poor parent standing beside the child, completely helpless, doing absolutely nothing. Now, as a parent myself, I know why the child is acting like that. The child is acting like that because the parent allows that behavior to happen. I'll tell you what, my kids don't do that. They don't act that way when we go out because they know I won't tolerate it. I nip that bud quickly. But there are some parents who don't, especially what I've observed in millennials or even worse, iGeners. They really don't correct their child for fear of getting into a conflict, for fear of hurting their feelings, for fear of losing the respect and love of their child as if that could ever happen. You know, in the chapter, Jordan Peterson, you know, reminds parents that, hey, there's going to be times where your son or daughter tells you, I hate you, and you're going to have to roll with the punches because what are you going to do? You're going to throw a tantrum back? You're going to tell your child you hate them back? That's absurd. But you recognize that it's just a child, ignorant, unaware, emotional, gullible, and obviously in need of correction. Now, the first guy that Jordan Peterson introduces in this chapter is Jean-Jacques Rousseau, and he is very famous for the expression, the noble savage, the belief that we are all a tabula rasa, a clean slate, that we are born beautifully and nobly, and it isn't until society that we become corrupted. But that's a bunch of trash. It doesn't even start at society. It starts at the parenting level. He then goes into talking about Jane Goodall's research with chimpanzees, where her final conclusion was that evil is not a product of history or society, it is a product of the parenting styles of their troop. If an alpha allows their children to misbehave or participates in perhaps um, behaviors that are not really akin to their you know, troop, then the younger members will do the same thing, right? I mean, we learn from who we are with. Uh, we learn from them the most, you know, which is why I think in movies, you know, there's there's a stereotype where you get this rich family, most likely California. They got a, a maid or kind of like a nurse uh, that takes care of the kids, like a nanny. And, you know, it's California. So the nanny is probably Mexican, like myself. And... All of a sudden, you know, uh, the mom asks the child something and the child responds in Spanish. And the mom looks at the child like, huh, 
When did you learn to speak Spanish? But everybody else is supposed to realize that it's because he spends more time with the nanny than he does his own mother. And so, yeah, your kid now is bilingual. You're welcome. If we want our kids to behave in manners that we are proud of, we have to model it and we have to demonstrate and encourage that in our children. Because if left unchecked, like some of the chimps in the troop, they can be really brutal. And I'm sorry, but troops of chimpanzees do not oppress each other. And really brutally, too, if you look into her research, because of history or because of society's conventions. So then Jordan Peterson continues on and starts to really break down the difference between being a parent and being a friend. And honestly, I think this is a huge problem our society suffers from. I think we have way too many parents who are trying to be friends with their kids. I mean, you see them on you know, TikTok and Snapchat and Twitter and all those other things where they're posting pictures and the mom looks exactly like the daughter or they do some stupid dance that's overtly sexualized that a 12-year-old shouldn't be doing. But because the mom thinks it's cool, well, there you go. You know, we're not here to be their friends. I mean, it's nice to have a friendly relationship with your child, but at the end of the day, you have to be the responsible adult. You have to be the one, unfortunately, that probably will tell your child more than anyone else. No, no, you can't do that. No, you can't go there. No, you can't touch that. No, you can't behave in this way. And it's a word they have to hear because if you don't teach it to a man, you think society is going to teach them any nicer than you, a parent who loves your child and wants the best for them. If you don't teach them, society will, and they will be much harsher teachers than you can ever possibly be. So Peterson reminds us that we have to recognize those boundaries. We are parents first and foremost, and it is the burden that falls to parents to acclimate our children into society. And if we don't teach our children how to behave in society, then society will indoctrinate them and tell them how to behave and what to believe. And if you as a parent don't have the strength and the courage to speak truth to your child, unlike all the obscenities and lies and delusions that we are pushing on our children today, then that's how we get the society that we live in, where we have so many more children committing suicide, whether they go through the transitional operation or not, the suicide rate is still 30%. It's not fixing anything. If anything, it's making it worse. I mean, whatever happened to that love the body you're in? Anyway, discipline is an act of responsibility and parents need to Learn and be comfortable with disciplining your children. Make them the versions of the adults you want to interact with in society. Make them into those people like you who are kind and forgiving and honest. Because if you don't, then someone else is going to teach them something else. Teach them about morality. Teach them about good. Teach them about honesty. Teach them about growth. Teach them about forgiveness. Teach them that we make mistakes and we'll make more mistakes than we will ever have achievements. Because failure is a prerequisite, after all, to success. But teach them that. Otherwise, they're going to fall to society. And what does society preach nowadays? That you're a victim. That it's not your fault. You don't have to try. Just complain and whine and argue enough until you get your way. And I see that all the time in my classroom whether it's a student or a parent, the entitlement is disgusting. And it's because parents have not done their jobs. 
They want to be friends with their kids. They don't want to take on the responsibility of being the adult, of actually now accepting the truth and no longer living in delusion, which is self-gratifying so that you can fit into society as somebody who's supposedly tolerant. When you become a parent, that stuff falls off. The facade disappears. Reality sinks in and you start teaching your child the truth. You know, that's one of those benefits of having a child that nobody ever talks about. You know, in society, we tell our children that, oh, you know, having a kid will prevent you from, you know, especially if you're a woman, it will prevent you from, you know, climbing the ladder in the corporate world. You know, having a child will ruin your life. If you're a celebrity, you'll never get the roles if you have kids. But nobody ever talks about the other side. That children wake you up from your apathy and your indifference. That children shake you out of your lethargy and laziness. That children provide just in themselves purpose and meaning, which gives you a reason to wake up and want to take on the day because you know there's someone there relying on you. And then having somebody there to be with you that when things go bad and you're having a hard day at work, you can go home and have your children climb into your arms and tell you still, I love you, mommy. I still love you, daddy. And everything else fades away because what could be more important than that? But unfortunately, we're pushing that if you have children, it will prevent you from ever realizing your dreams and your goals. You know, I know a lot of strong women who have been able to have kids and kick butt in the professional field. I have known women who have had children and then got into the professional field. You know, who says that we have to work first and then have children? No wonder our birth rates are declining. No wonder people, you know, aren't having more than one kid. That's the national average now. One child per family because we're waiting too long to have kids because we have bought into this lie from society that if you have children, it will prevent you from accomplishing anything. And that's disgusting. And I think the reason they're doing it is because they realize that as soon as you have your child, you will stop believing in this garbage. You will stop being a victim because what are you going to do? Teach your child that they're victims or are you going to become the victor and teach your child to become a victor? And that is what they are afraid of. They are afraid that you will convince your child that they don't need the government. They don't need welfare assistance. All you need is courage and determination and a little bit of an intelligence to get a skill. So then Peterson goes into why it's so important that we teach children. And the, the reason is, is because violence is the default for humanity. It's easy to be cruel and awful. Peace is the mystery. How are we so peaceful with each other when we are such savage beasts like the chimps and their troops? It's because our parents teach us better. Because we are instructed and given a model of how to treat people. If you treat people with respect when you go out, your child will learn to treat people with respect. But if you go to every restaurant and every store with some ridiculous attitude that they owe you something, then you're going to have a punk kid come out like that too. Don't raise your kids in a manner that would make you hate them. Don't let them do things that are going to make you hate them, like having attitude and having a smart mouth and feeling entitled and being lazy. Those are things that as parents, we should be shaking all of that stuff out of them and letting them know, no, we are better than this. You are not a victim. You are never a victim. You are always a victor. You never lose unless you quit. You don't ever give up. You keep fighting, right? That is the American way. Another thing that I wanted to talk about from this chapter, uh, and I strongly encourage you, and I'm going to put in the link in the show notes at the bottom, uh, another video from Jordan B. Peterson. 
which I think, you know, just go to YouTube and search up Sleeping Beauty Analysis Jordan Peterson. His analysis of Sleeping Beauty is amazing. You've got two parents. They're, you know, older because they've been ruling the country. They've been very, you know, occupied, I guess, with the ruling of the country. They have a kid. And because, you know, it's their only child, they are overprotective. And what happens to Sleeping Beauty then is because she has been so overly protected, when Maleficent comes into the scene, like you can ever escape Maleficent, and they didn't invite her because they thought, you know, we can keep Maleficent away from my daughter, you know, it's going to find you. And so how do you want to prepare your child? Do you want them to be so weak that when they see problems coming their way, they just go to sleep? They just close their eyes and pretend that it's not there? Or do you want them to muster up the strength and slay that dragon? You know, that was their problem. You can't, how did Jonathan Haidt put it? You can't prepare the road for the child. And that's, a lot, I think, what a lot of people are trying to do in our society. We're trying to make the world such an easy place for our children to live in, but that's not the world, right? Again, the Taoists say life is pain. You can't change the road for your child. Instead, as a parent, our job should be to make them anti-fragile and prepare them for the road. There's going to be bumps. There's going to be turns. And son, daughter, this is how we deal with it. This is how we rise above those things. And according to research, Jordan Peterson says that as parents, we have until age four to teach our children how to socialize correctly. So if you don't correct that kid having a tantrum on the floor in Walmart, you're going to have a young adult who throws tantrums. You're going to have an adult who throws tantrums. If you don't teach your child early, they don't become well socialized. And a well socialized child, through statistics and studies, they have a better life. They make more connections, more meaningful relationships, are often able to maintain their jobs and deal with stressful situations where the poorly socialized aren't. Those are the ones who are marginalized. Those are the ones, you know, like Nicholas Cruz, who were kind of abandoned and left alone, and then they're going to make really terrible decisions. If somebody could have told him earlier that he was loved, and that there were other alternatives to dealing with bullies. I think things would have been different. But what do we do? We ostracize him. We isolate him. And then terrible things happen. It reminds me of Frankenstein. You know, that, that, that essential question you have to ask when you're reading the novel. Are monsters born that way? Or does society make its monsters? You know, like the creature in the novel he is the most beautiful narrator of the three narrators that are inside the book, inside a book that's inside a book. He's a beautiful soul at the beginning. He wants connection. He wants love. He wants warmth. He wants food. You know, he has all the natural desires and instincts that we have. And it isn't until he first has his confrontation with society and the villagers who judge him by his appearance. Right, the shallow, superficial society that makes a judgment based on the way that you look. And because he looked monstrous, being all stitched and swollen after just being operated on and brought to life, they consider him a monster. They treat him like a monster. They beat him. They throw rocks. They kick him out of the village. And he's left alone in the middle of the woods. And even then, this beautiful creature tries to make relationships with the DeLacy family. And again, based on his appearance, they assume the worst and they beat him out of the house and then they move 
And that's really where the turning point becomes, where the monster realizes, you know what, because of my appearance, I'm never going to get a fair deal. I'm never going to get a good shot. Nobody ever taught him. I mean, his father abandons him on the first day. I mean, at least Adam had a couple of months, maybe years. I mean, I don't know how time worked in the Garden of Eden, but at least he got to hang with his dad a little bit, his creator a little bit, where this creature was just abandoned because of its repulsiveness. And so he has this moment where he says, you know what, if you're going to keep treating me like a monster, then I'm going to be that monster. And he starts taking his revenge on the doctor and society and just people in general. We got to make sure we're not making our own monsters. We're not letting our kids get away with things to when they get older, they think they can keep doing it. We're not letting them talk to people in a disrespectful way when they're young. So when they're older, they're even worse. Society will be crueler when it teaches your child if you refuse to teach yours. If people like your kid, if you teach them how to socialize correctly, if you nip those bad behaviors in the bud, the result is that people are going to like your child. And if people like your child, they'll be willing to teach them everything they know. But if they don't like your kid, they think they get some attitude or something from them. How much do you think they're going to be willing to share? You got to keep that in mind. Rule number five, don't let your children do anything that will make you dislike them. Well, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please make sure you smash that subscribe button. Leave me a like, leave me a review. I'd really appreciate it. It helped me and the podcast out tremendously. If you also want to help sponsor the show, please visit Patreon at patreon.com backslash the Pasho Perspective and become one of Pasho's chachos. The first sticker has already gone out to my first group. Uh, next will be, I believe, a T-shirt, then a tote bag and a sweater, right? We're going to give out tons of merch as long as you stay with me for a while. I appreciate all of you. I appreciate the time that you give me. I understand you have lots of choices out there, man. This is a crazy, you know, flooded field in podcasting, but I really appreciate that you take the time to hear my thoughts. And, uh, you know, if you have any questions or you have any thoughts on, of your own, you know, please feel free to leave it. Um, I don't know if you've noticed also, but I've started a Rumble page where I've converted my uh, audio into videos. I've also started a YouTube page. Just look up The Pasha Perspective. Hopefully, you'll be able to find me everywhere. So until next week, when we talk about Jordan Peterson's rule number six, I'll see you then. Take care.